program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Okay. All right. All right, Jeff, my man. I, you know, the producer I have now, uh, I told him, I said, you know, Coach Spurrier doesn't know your name, so he's going to always call you my man, just so you know that. Every, that's what he, what he does. So, my man, I know your name, though, so I can call you by your, fir- by your yeah, name. Yeah, he even knows my name. Yeah. So that's good. All right, my man. He used to do that. All right, Danny. All right. Have a big game, Mike. All right, Riddell. All right, my man. <laughs> Get the Brady. Looks at the backup <laughs> offensive lineman. <laughs> or Brady. <laughs> yeah. I think he knew Brady a little bit. Scored a touchdown against Akron. That's he did. One. He did against the Zips. Well, it was a big one. All right, so here we are. It is a Tuesday, and it is um, was an interesting night last night. Um, certainly. We'll talk about the Braves game eventually. I... Although, and, and I can give you every detail because I've watched it 400 times at least on my phone. Um, Aren't you glad I convinced you to watch it when you were trying to say yesterday it. you weren't going to watch? I was going to watch. But you know what I did? I literally, uh, they get down 4 nothing. I go, I'm a, i got to find something else. I said, I'm not even going to dignify it with the other TV. And I'm like, man, and all I'm thinking is, what a great season it was, and it ends like this is just terrible. And then watch that. So we had that. We had an NFL game last night. We got college football coming up tonight. Tonight I'm going over to the quarterback club. Chris Doring is the speaker. I've got a great story to tell about him. Nice. Um, is it clean? Yeah, it's totally clean. All right, that's yeah. good. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's a, a busy time. And my wife should be landing any minute now. Here in Gainesville. So finally going to get lucky. Well, I'm lucky just to have her. You know, I'm lucky. And, and I tell you what, when she's gone, you realize how lucky you are. What do you how mean? Much you miss her. You get to eat popcorn for dinner, sit around in your underwear. I ate chicken chili that she left for me last night. She's she been gone, in, what, like 10 she days? She put it in a freezer. <laughs> it was, Jeez. But it was good. It's always it, everything she makes is good. But uh, no, I know there is. I I think when somebody um, when your spouse leaves the first day, you're like, all right, this I can do awesome. whatever I want. And then you go, I really miss her. I love her. I want her around. I want to be able to talk to her. And so last night she did call me after the Braves game. She now she's in Boulder or was in Boulder, Colorado, for a convention, and. So she goes to the bar to watch the end of the Braves game, and they can't they ha- they can't get TBS out there. What I know. So she finds it on her phone. I guess I don't know. I think it was through HBO Max. It was through something anyway. And so she's watching, and of course she's kind of feeling like I'm the only person here who cares what happens here. I don't think the Rockies were in the playoffs this year, were they? Nope. So she called me, and we. Talked it, talked through it. Shit, it was fun. It was a fun night. 
And look, it's almost like now we're playing with house money. You know, I mean, I still want you know you got to win that, but you've had that great moment, and that's that, that, yeah, but that doesn't matter. You can't say oh, that. It matters to me. You, you expect. It's like when the Gators were getting to the World Series every year. If you lost in a regional, and even if you had a great moment, it wouldn't matter. Like okay. your, your expectation with this but team. What do you remember? Is to go to the World Series. What do you remember about 2018? Lang with a bang or getting knocked out? Getting knocked out. See, I, that, I'm different. That's all. I, that's what I remember it for. But so you're just gonna remember. I will a never homer forget and it. An overthrow to cause the double play. Well, it didn't cause the double play. Created the double play. It didn't create the double play. It did. It was overcome because luckily Austin Riley was trying to run to first base by himself to go over there and say point pointing, and then the ball just ended up at him, and that was just pure luck. Everybody's raving about what I a don't great. Think it was pure luck. He. Well, he was saying, go to first, go to first. But he said his, he even said in his press conference, my momentum just carried me over. Next thing you know, I'm, the ball's right in front of me. I go, ah, i got to grab it and throw it. Yeah. But it wasn't like he was backing it up, uh, which I think he's getting way too much credit for that. However, guy made an unbelievable catch on a foul pop-up earlier in the game and hit the home run that gave him the lead and made the play to end it. He will all, forever be a great brave. That he will. Well, somebody wants to talk about the Braves, so let's do it. Ryan's going to kick off the show today. What's up, dude? Hey, man. I I really want to talk about NHL starting tonight. Um, <laughs> that was sort of what I was calling in for. Nothing else I could think of, but sure. No, dude. Um, before I get into Braves, uh, Pat, I got to follow up on what you were talking about the when being home or whatever. And the wife being gone. My wife had a little girls weekend. It's late this weekend, and this was one of those Saturdays, dude. From from noon until that Arizona game ended. And they they got that whole multi-screen thing going on now. So on the big screen, that's like the 60-some incher. I got the four screens going and then the the smaller TV with whatever the game is floating around and the one I might want to pay a little more attention to. And, dude, what a day from freaking noon to about 1 a.m. Well, I I did the same thing, and I would have done it with my wife there because she she knows I'm going to watch football on Saturday. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, there would have been some running around in our house during that night, certainly yeah, only, that I mean, Miami game would have would have got, there would have been some screaming and yelling. Yeah, I mean the hardest, <clears throat> the worst part of Saturday was watching the Braves get shut out three to nothing. But uh, but like I said, we'll turn our attention to last night. And um, you, know, you were just talking about Riley, and I tell you that <clears throat> that play at the end. Uh, Harris, and then, you know, just kind of just throwing it in to whoever. And the way Riley's picked that thing up and chunked it, to me it was like the quarter, it was kind of the defensive version of Sid Bream. You know, it was like you, you could feel the anticipation of it, won the catch, and then after you threw it in, you knew Harper was trying to get back, and you're just seeing the ball. And, I mean, he scooped that thing up and just, I mean, made a bullet over there to, to Maddie at first. And I just couldn't help but immediately think, now I know with, you know, Bream, that catapulted us winning a pennant and into the series, and all this did was even up the series at two and sent us to face Aaron Nola on the road. But still, if we continue on this season, that's that's one going to be a play that you'll just never forget. Yeah, and but that's my point. What do you remember about that team? 
you remember the Sid Bream play, not not what happened afterwards, right? Yeah, not going and losing. Well, yeah. but, but that was because it was such a big moment. They hadn't been in forever. Yeah, but still. And, and that's where it happened. I just I think there's more expectations on this. Yeah, of course it was a great moment. You lose that game, you're basically done. Season's over, yeah. 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 So for him to yeah, no be able to do that. And the neatest part, Ryan, you know, and, and I used to love this when – there was actually Sports Illustrated, and you see like those first seven or eight pictures, and you'd, you'd be able to look at the crowd when a moment was happening. There were so many different angles that were posted on social media last night that you could just see once oh, Olsen know. caught that ball at first, the eruption of the fan base from that was, throughout the stadium. That was you know so what it cool. was? That was the swamp. That's yeah. all I could think about. It was the P. Ryan run against Auburn. Where the cr- the crowd like doesn't know what to think at first, and then they go. Well, you had the great you, the catch, and then it's like, yeah. oh no, the ball's getting away, and all of a sudden, just everybody's on their feet, just losing and then you it. see them stand up. But and, the the great thing was, if you saw all those people in the background, they weren't just cheering; they were jumping up and down, yeah. all of them, like yes. in unison. It was amazing. And I had a oh, yeah. um, a, a buddy at the game last night. Uh, you know, he's. <laughs> He's a doctor, though, so I don't know if he would. Uh, I'm going to text him and say, "Hey, if you get off work time, call," because I, I got to talk to him last night after the game, and just like his, you know, recollection of just being there, what it was, and it was actually, which was crazy, it was the largest crowd ever in that stadium last night. So all yeah. the World Series and everything yeah. else that's happened in there, that was the biggest crowd. That's surprising, and for them to be able to do that after Wheeler was basically unhittable for five or six innings. That was uh, that was pretty yeah. special. Yeah, I had a, a buddy there as well, and one of my there's about four of us in a little text chain, and you know, and, and he was there. And after the fifth, um, and they actually even said this on the broadcast, you know, they're like, "Well, fourteen scoreless in is the longest stretch of the entire season." And I let I text him, I'm like, "Is this this is like starting to feel like the '90s all over again? Like, come on, man! Like, and I've told y'all going back six weeks ago." I wasn't scared of the Dodgers. I wasn't mm-hmm. scared of the, I was, the, the team I was worried about the most facing was the Dagon Phillies. And um, and I was just feeling that. And, of course, you know, then immediately we get that one run, you know, in the sixth. And it's like, okay, broke the ice a little bit. And, uh, yeah, he was, he sent me videos of Riley's homer, and he sent some of that stuff at the end. And it was just – it was nuts, man. And, um, but it, yeah, it was feeling – it's feeling pretty bad there because I'm thinking, man, we're, if we go to we go to Philly 2-0 with Noel on the mound, and now you know you see we're throwing Smith Warver, it's like, ugh, you know, it's over, you know. So, I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that. And Pat, you mentioned Riley. I mean, he had in the sixth, he had that at bat that could have been big, and he took a couple of strikes that were tight, you know, and swung at a couple of bats, you know. I mean, and I've texted my buddy that's there. I'm like, Dad, gum it. I'm like. I know this is hard, but he's the one making thirty million. You know, <laughs> just like livid. You know, it's like, come on, man! And uh, then he makes the good defensive play and the the homer. Well, and I think you you always you know second guess what pitch is thrown in moments like that. And I, I think they said it on the broadcast. The, the TV side actually had that down, but I, I saw it on a clip. But I was listening to the radio broadcast and. For them to not throw a 3-2 fastball after he had already been late on a couple of fastballs, he basically just fit into his swing. He just he left a slider, even though it was down, but over the plate. You can barrel a ball like that up. Slider's the easiest pitch to hit. So it's almost like Philly screwed up. And you know, their yeah. their pitching coach But he is, hit it. He hit it one handed. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean it, it he let it be hit. Well when he when he hit the ball, I'm like 
Is that a home run? It, but it, it, it was, was hard so to tell high. on TV. It was so high that I'm like, I don't know. This is going to be sad if they catch it against the wall. And then when it gets out, you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at that game, you know, a couple of weeks ago. The, it was a Wednesday night game against the Cubs. Zeno tied it in the, I think, in the night. And he did the same thing. But it, it looked like a moonshot. But you, even off the bat, even though it kept so high, you, you, you knew being in the stands, you knew it was gone. And I felt that way about Riley's. But, uh. And poor, I mean, you know, we think about we talk about Riley so much, but I mean, the one Trav got, I mean, that was obviously that was what really got us going, you know. Now that um, was a fastball, then, right? That Wheeler threw. Darno? Um, yeah. No. Yeah, he I thought it was a fastball. That thing. Because it was like right, right up here. It was first pitch. Uh, maybe I didn't see it from the the side. Well. I don't know. I thought it was a fastball. It may not have been, but but it was a f- like his fastball had been uh, elevated, yeah, he was, and that's how he was getting guys out. But this one was right where you want it, and and they probably left him in one batter too long. So yeah, you know, Dar- Dar- Darno Darno how now has ten postseason homers in his career. It's the second most all time. Really, all time. Who's first? Like maybe Mickey Mantle? maybe Johnny Bench catchers. No, oh, he, they said he tied Johnny. He tied Johnny Bench and like Javi Lopez for second. I can't remember okay. who they said. So was somebody's first. got eleven. That's just more than. I'm gonna go Somebody, with uh, yeah. Jerry Grody. Sure. <laughs> but until until uh, Travis is Homer there, I, Wheeler too was reminding me. I was thinking about Wayne Wright. I'm thinking hometown boy, Atlanta kid, yep. dominating us in the playoffs again. I you know, know, but I know. All right, Ryan. Appreciate the call, man. Yeah, gentlemen. Catch you later. All right. We don't want to just talk about the Braves today, although Jeff and I both being fans enjoyed it, but we will talk about college football too and certainly what Mark Stoops had to say about Georgia. All that and more coming up here on the tailgate, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ben McLeish. The Houston Astros are currently playing the Minnesota Twins in the American League Division Series. Sonny Gray faces off against Christian Javier as the series is tied 1-1. In another playoff matchup, the AL East champion Orioles take on the Texas Rangers tonight. Down two games to nothing in the series, the Orioles need to win to keep the World Series hopes alive. Our coverage starts at 7.30. The Tampa Bay Lightning start off the season tonight against the Nashville Predators. The Lightning, who have won two Stanley Cups in the last four seasons, will look to continue their recent success. There are some local high school volleyball games tonight. Oak Hall plays Columbia, Eastside faces off against Bell, and P.K. Young takes on Buholtz. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben McLean. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. 
We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, couple things as we welcome you back in. Titan MRI hotline is ready to go. Cat's here today, so call her up and we'll get after it. It was a breaking ball that Darno hit. He hung it then. Told you. But it's just what happens. And Darno is a notorious first ball swinger, so he was ready to go. And that's what happened. The two guys ahead of Trav, which Travis Darnot was a very – this will make Mets fans even more angry. 
he was a very highly touted prospect coming out of the Mets organization when uh, yeah. he was a Ute in his younger days, but never really lived up to it. And he then, played for Utah. Yeah. <laughs> then he went to uh, to Tampa and kind of took some time away from uh, Zanino down there, and then of course went to the Braves, and he's been good with the Braves, but. Two guys that played a lot in the postseason, so that's why you'd expect they'd hit a lot of home I runs. I got one right. And then the other one, I, I was thinking Red Sox catcher, and I couldn't come up with his name. So That would be Jason Veritek. Yep. And the other one, uh, the Yankee that Pat did get, Jorge Posada. That's actually one of the better, uh, um, you know how they do all those Sports Center commercials, and yeah. they, you know, they were wrestling Lynn Albert. And Steve Irwin was doing that out of the elevator and all that. Those were good back in the day. I, I really enjoyed those. They were. They had the one where uh, Big Poppy's sitting there in a meeting. Oh, yeah. Posada's <laughs> in there, and he's trying on his Yankee hat. Yeah, right. And then <laughs> the mascot for the Red Sox walks by and yeah. gets all ticked off. Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. They, they were. I don't know why those they stopped doing those. They were hilarious. They were very good. Maybe their production value was was an issue. By the way, we got baseball on right now. This, this is live, right? It is live. Houston with a 4-0 lead on the Twinkies. Come on, Minnesota. Man, it's, Minnesota, let's go. It's only the bottom of the first. Four nothing. Um, kind of what's good. happening with the Dodgers. They just can't get Golly. out of the first inning. So two straight games where Arizona has jumped all over them and they couldn't come back last night. So... You would think that that would be a good thing if the Braves can pull this thing off and instead of having to face the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about Arizona. one game at a time. I get it. I one get out it. at a time, Jeff. Yeah. All right, we're thinking about this uh, Gator-South Carolina game, but before that happens, do you want to inform you for fantasy purposes? Yeah. And Gator purposes. That's actually the, uh, the real thing because you don't like me talking about fantasy. Apparently... Didn't you lose your fantasy game? Uh, this you beat week? me. Okay, that's right. <laughs> I hadn't lost yet, and Pat, I, you know my philosophy on it. And I did not. I was started to watch the game, and I'm like, I hate the Raiders, but now I'm rooting for them. This is exactly why I didn't want to watch it. So I went to bed and I said, I'll just get but, up in the morning and see if I won. And if it wasn't for one player, I would have won. You had DJ Moore on Thursday night who scored like fifty something. He had forty nine. Oh, was that what yes. it was? Okay. Forty nine is a lot of points a in fantasy football. So. That's good. good I didn't you. know it until you told me that. I went and looked it up. I yeah. Uh, anyway, Van Jefferson. Oh yes. is getting traded. He yes. He uh, cannot hang with now Cooper Cup coming back in L.A. Puka Nakua has been going off. Yeah, and been they great. Got plenty of receivers. So they are trading him to the Atlanta Falcons. So, so now we can go over there and not get the ball closer like, to home, like uh, Kyle Pitts does. Although Ritter did just throw for over three hundred yards for the first time in his career behind the whole game, I think. And Kyle Pitts had a good day. So yeah. maybe they're starting to I hope so, cause, do I mean, some damage. I want to be a Falcons fan. When you got Kyle Pitts and Van Jefferson on your team, I want to be a fan. But um, it's certainly uh, been hard because uh, I actually was watching the game Sunday at uh, a, an establishment and um, just the second half and uh, saw them win that game. But, I mean, again, they weren't playing anybody any good. It's amazing, though. Seth and I were talking before uh, the show about the quarterbacks and how few really elite, really, like there's elite and then there's really good, and that's about 10 guys. 
And then, because just like watching Jordan Love last night, I mean, that was, I, I felt bad for the guy. He's just not any good, is he? Well, he had been good, but it just sometimes. wasn't last night. But, okay, so the way Joe Burrow started, you, th- you say he's not good? No, but Jordan Love, there's no. Um, there's no track s- record. Track record, yeah. Track record. I, I get it, but then I also look and see what happens each week to even some of the elite quarterbacks where they can't do anything because the defensive linemen now are so big, so fast, and, and it's evident by those guys getting paid. Yeah, you got to get I rid mean, of them. I mean, look at what San Francisco did to Dak, and I don't think Dak is all that good, but when you have no time to do it, it's, it's very similar to what we're seeing here in Gainesville. If – Right. I don't think Graham Mertz is a bad quarterback, and that's evident by his completion percentage, his toughness, leadership skills, all these other things that are going on. I think he could be even better if you had an offensive line that could do some damage. So that's why I almost wish you Unless, look at it with Florida. Yeah, you almost have to be go kill the quarterback. Really good on offense. I mean, as a quarterback to overcome a bad offensive line, like Jaden uh, Daniels. Is mm-hmm. doing that. He's getting crushed, you know, back there. But he's still getting making completions. Um, so I give him a lot of credit. I mean, that yeah, was there's certainly some quarterbacks there. that are going to beat you no matter what because of some of the things that they can do. But I think it's even at that level, guys that have had all the success in the world, you all of a sudden get to a bad team, and you can't do it because you don't have the personnel to help you to do it. Like. Anybody who plays for the Patriots now? <laughs> yeah. They got no skill positions or nothing. I know. It's it's really sad. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, but you, when you think about it, if I was going to go 15 deep, and I get to about number 16 on the quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want 16, you know. Like, I would put Trevor Lawrence, like, 13, 14. I would, t- I would want him on my team. But I don't think he's an elite quarterback. What are you talking about? He's he's good. He's really good. But I don't think he's elite. There's Mahomes, to me, would be uh, a guy that I would consider to be elite. And then the, it's not a long list after that. I, I mean, what it, you have to ask that question about Joe Burrow right now. But well, he's also hurt. Yeah, but are you not going to pay him the money that he commands when – you, you look around you and there's so many mediocre quarterbacks out there. It's amazing how many mediocre quarterbacks. Quarterbacks almost become, not quite, because they're still difference makers, and Mahomes would be the number one guy. But it's almost become the run, new running back where, hey, we can always find a quarterback. It's not hard to do. Who who else has a what you would consider to be an elite quarterback? Aaron Rodgers. He's days hurt. Okay, but you're, you're t- I thought we were talking about just in general. Okay, but I'm I'm just saying even Aaron Rodgers, I wasn't sure if he was going to be elite this year at the, at his age, but we'll 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 probably never find out. All right, so Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I would I would put him as as a rule elite. Josh Allen, I would put Josh Allen in there. Yes, I okay. would put um, probably. Maybe Herbert in there, maybe. But I, I think he's more in the really good quarterback instead of elite category. Anyway, but you can you can you say that 
Kirk Cousins? No, I would not put him as really good. He's got like the second most passing yards over the last like five years. Just stats, man. They're just stats. But the, how ask, is, ask Vikings fans how they feel about I Kirk think they Cousins. love him. No, they don't. They don't like him at all. They hate him. How is that? Because he, when they need him the most, he doesn't come through. Could it be the defense that sucks? Yeah. And they it's give up a Kirk million Cousins. points? I would put him in the average well, category. Th- then if you're going to say elite, there's two or three in the whole NFL. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And then there's about six or seven really good ones. And then Okay, so is Tua a really good one? Uh, Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts I would put in the really good category, yes. Um, I would put Tua in the really good category, but it's, it, it's a shaky pick. Do you put Lamar Jackson in that then? All these guys that have gotten a whole yep. bunch of money, I would put him in there, and they're really good, not elite. I don't think really. He's so you're saying Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence? I said he was really good. You said Trevor Lawrence would be like 12. Well, that's where he'd go. So that means Lamar Jackson would be ahead of him. Well, I don't uh, agree with that. I would. I think I would. I, that'd be a tough call there. They're about the same. Is Matthew Stafford better? There's a hard one right there, because they suck so much that. What do you mean they suck? They're not they're just not very good. I don't I don't I don't like watching them play. <laughs> they got one of the best offenses in I the liked NFL. Them last week when they lost. I think you're weird. I am weird. What do you want from me? You want uh, let, let's go back talking college football. Okay. We'll take a break and do that so we can reset. You I don't tell, watch that much. You NFL. can tell everybody how the Gators aren't going to win this weekend. I didn't watch the. So you can piss them all I off and get some calls. I didn't watch the Sunday night game. I didn't watch the Monday night game. I don't watch as much pro football as you do. I don't watch a lot of pro football. Okay. But you know about it. Yeah, because I'm a fantasy stud. I think you know my feelings. <laughs> we'll take a break, come back with more right after this. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN uh, 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you'll want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sky staying sunny into the evening, then overnight increasing cloudiness and increasing humidity. Low temperatures in the morning, much milder than the past few days, will drop into the lower to mid-60s. Cloud cover and on and off showers for our Wednesday, especially later on in the afternoon. High temperatures in the upper 70s and lower 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. No play action. Pocket closing. Florida hits the road to face the South Carolina Gamecocks. 15-10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators! Kickoff is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central. Right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back here on the show, The Tailgate. thought the uh, Twins might make a little noise there. Second and third couldn't get a run in, so they're still down 4 nothing. for those of you who care about the Twins. I do. I root for them because then I want Robbie to be happy. Well, that's very true. Yeah. Let's say uh, there's A.J. Pruszynski. He's a big Gator fan. You know that? Yeah, I do know that. Although I've never spoken to him. No. He was at Florida, Georgia last year. Had his uh, a tent right there in lot ten, whatever that is. You know, probably partying it up. Won't have a tent at any uh, Georgia functions. Would be Mark Stoops, 
who um, on his radio show said, hey, look, they had some dudes out there. We didn't have anything like that. They paid a lot for those guys, and you guys need to donate more money. Now, the first reaction a lot of people are going to have is, wait a minute, you can't. I think this is something, this is basically the the message Florida's been sending out for a couple of years. Everybody else is paying a lot of money for their players. Texas, that's how they, they kind of got there. Um, USC certainly is paying a lot. We This is what we have to do. We have to do this, and if you don't get, if you, you can't complain about not getting a guy and then say, but I'm not giving any money to NIL, um, Although I will say this, everybody's paying players. Everybody's got NIL money. I, I, I don't know that Georgia has more than everybody else. I don't think necessarily they do. But people want to go play at Georgia because they're two-time national champs. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get better players, too. There's, there's still that factor in it. However, who knows what these guys are getting. I mean, we know we saw a team that Florida's already played this year get Trucks for the entire team. Yeah, which is crazy. But I, but I also think Stoops. I mean, you hear it if you're trying to go recruit a kid, and, and I know this for a fact that has happened here, and you know I won't say what it was, but kid came here, and certain coach thought he could get the dude, said, okay, here's what I can give you nil wise. Parents, him, sort of chuckled. Next day, went and signed somewhere else. Yeah, because they got a lot more money, and it's just the way it is. It's not about where do I where do I see myself? No, it's doing wh- the best for I, myself. How yeah. am I going to help? It's it's the reason why Caleb Williams is saying I come back. I'm better off at staying yeah. in college next year. I will say this: He's not going to make more in college than he's going to make would make in the NFL. What's the, what's the first pick? Um, Starting salary yeah, and bonus—it's a lot more than. I mean, the signing bonus is not the salary, but yeah. And I guess he figures I can get that signing bonus whenever I want. Yeah, I guess you look at it, and if what if you what if you blow your knee out? But what if I mean, what if it's New England that is the worst team because they look like the damn worst team? I'd go there. Yeah, because wouldn't you? Well, he had success with another great quarterback. But what if it's what uh, if it's uh, well, it wouldn't be the Texans because they just. What if it's Stroud, but and they're not going to? What if it's a Raiders? Atlanta? I wouldn't want to go play for them. The Raiders? I hate that team's terrible. You get to see that sphere every day. That'd be cool. That was, driving that around. Cool. I there was a something on on uh, on Twitter today where they Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, was sitting there playing the slots. You know, yeah. at the airport, <laughs> just one after another, and they're like, "No wonder this thing's a mess." You know? <laughs> it but, was pretty cool. All right, let's get some phone calls. Butch is ready to chat. Hey, Butch. Hey, you hit two sore spots with me, baseball and it, and the image and likeness. The first thing is, and you think of this now, please think of this logically. Florida, Florida State, Miami can never, in the present economy, ever outdo Texas, Texas A&M, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Southern Cal. And so it always comes down to dollars and cents. And they're never going to have the best teams because they can't afford them. So that's one point. Number two, and this is actually this is my main point. It's been aggravating me for a couple of days. I'm not a big baseball fan, but I always think of this. So you go into the postseason, the worst team that can make it into the playoffs beats you two out of three. 
And you go, well, why is that? They shouldn't the best team win? Because logically, in all the other sports, that happens. So why not take baseball and say July the 1st, July the 1st, here's the teams that continue, here's the teams that don't continue, and and they can still play, and the best of the worst gets in and go from there. And you say what? I'd say you're out of your mind. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's, well, there's two reasons here. Why? Sure. First of all, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the college basketball tournament. The best team doesn't always win there. We know that. Um, but it's it's almost the same principle. The teams are getting in that don't really deserve to even be there to start with. Yeah, but I mean, so, also you're going to tell all the other teams in Major League Baseball, we don't want you to play any more games. Uh, so no, you, you missed my point. The best of the worst gets in. Okay, there's a, there's a be American League, National League, two out of three, they get in. It's just that you because it's insane that you take a team that's done barely makes it in. And then they win the World Series. That destroys the concept of who is the best team in baseball. So, oh, so continue on. Go back to my other point with the NIL if you don't agree with that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the problem is, I mean, it, you would think that the teams in this state would have a little bit of an advantage because we don't have a sales tax here, um, a state tax. So, um, but I, I mean, I don't know what it is in Ohio and Texas and everything. Texas has been way. A, Head. And again, this goes back to a lot of the legislation. Now, they, they're they changing the legislation again here in the state of Florida so that high school kids can now start getting paid because they want – and they maybe they'll put a law in that they got in Missouri, for example, where if you want to get money in high school as a, as a high school senior, you can get it, but you have to stay in state for your college uh, scholarship. And guess what? How many – Great schools are there in uh, the state of Missouri, Jeff, off the top of your head? How many great schools? Well, how many Power Five schools? One. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so guess who it wrote that legislation? challenged in court and, and defeated. So, you know, I mean, I, I go back to the other thing. You know, it all come, unless they change the legislation, it all comes down to dollars and cents. And unless they change things drastically, Texas is probably going to be the big state. Because of war money. Uh, yeah. That's well, just the way I see it. Yep. But uh, you, I don't think you're wrong, although it didn't work for them against Oklahoma and it didn't work for A&M against Alabama. Um, you still have to be coached properly and do do things better. Uh, but, yeah, they're, you're right. But you, you say change the legislation, but where are they going to change the legislation? They can't unless Congress – made it a national thing because the NCAA screwed this up so badly and now every state does whatever they want. And and that that's the way it is. And we I don't I don't know the that there's an answer to it, the NIL issue. No. Because you think of one more thing, you say, gosh, if Bill Napier can get to next year, well next year he's got Texas to contend with. And I I don't I haven't looked ahead in the schedule, but No, it's a hard schedule. They got Miami, FSU and Texas, you know, and and the same old cast of characters, so it, it's a it's the harder, maybe the hardest schedule to ever play. Although and, I think and, the and one the, year in '82 they opened up with USC and Miami, that was pretty tough. Okay, so so one one prediction way 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 ahead of time: Southern Cal and Notre Dame. Your guys say? Uh, I don't think Notre Dame can score with them. Yeah, as bad as Southern point. Cal's defense is, I still don't. I mean, Notre Dame offensively just been 
really kind of a let. I thought with Sam Hartman they would be really good, but they don't really. I mean, they're averaging I think 19 points a game right now. Yep, and and I don't think their their quarterback is that good a dude. I mean, he. I watched a little bit of that. I didn't stay up for the whole game the other night. He didn't impress me at all, really. He was great uh, at Wake Forest. I don't know why it's not working there. Yep. All right, guys. See you later. All right, Butch. Thank you. Let's get. Which, uh, well, wait a minute. What you, you didn't give me your take on them stopping the baseball? I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. Why? Like, what's the point of even talking about? <laughs> well, that? I'm just saying. I'm boring everybody. But I also. How get, are you? You're, then you're not getting the revenue from those no, teams. I, I do get and, his point. But if we did that, then there would be no point. Why don't you just have the best two teams play in every sport? But it's it's still pretty darn good teams if you win your division that means you were good yeah. even if your division's bad you, you still were the best it's not and your maybe fault you, maybe of, you caught you fire played. at the end of the year and, and you know it's it's not michigan's fault of they don't play anybody which did you well, see it's a little bit did you fault. see the stat it's not their fault well, they it's everybody that's it. on the schedule they scheduled I mean, they didn't what do you think that the ncaa their, gave them the schedule their conference games they did no i that part of it yeah but it, it's going to get tougher but the non-con the s- is where I stat where they have not had to defend a first and goal this year. Really, <laughs> they have had over three hundred snaps defensively, and not once has someone had a first and goal. And again, a lot of that is the competition. But the competition early, the first three games was were three nobodies, right? And then they had Rutgers, and then they had who were they in a battle with last week or was it the week before? They were in a tight game with somebody. I can't remember who. I don't know. We'll get a break while he thinks about it. Come yeah. back and uh, get a few calls to wrap up. Hour number one here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ben McLeish. The Houston Astros are currently playing the Minnesota Twins in the American League Division Series. In the first inning, Jose Abreu hit a three-run home run to give the Astros a 4-0 lead. In another American League playoff matchup, the AL East champion Orioles take on the Texas Rangers tonight. Down two games to nothing in the series, the Orioles need to win three games in a row to advance. Our coverage starts at 7.30. The Florida men's and women's golf teams both played in North Carolina this morning. The men's finished tied for fourth place, and the women's in first place. There are some local high school volleyball games tonight. Hawthorne plays Northside, Newberry takes on Williston, and Santa Fe faces off against Forest. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben McLeish. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breasts on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why 
Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Hey, it's Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators for my friends at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's family-owned jeweler with worldwide connections. IDC delivers exceptional value, mind-blowing selection, uncompromising quality, ironclad warranties. IDC has showrooms all over Gator Country, Gainesville, Orlando, Tampa, Clearwater, Sarasota, Naples, and on the Treasure Coast. The vibe at IDC is relaxed and fun. Their non-commissioned experts will guide you every step of the way, and nobody can touch their incredible value prices. Of course, IDC's specialty is diamonds. Real, rare, precious GIA-certified diamonds in every shape and size imaginable. It's a massive selection at no middleman, direct importer prices. So when it comes to those special moments in your life, celebrate with the only jeweler endorsed by the Gators, International Diamond Center, where Gator Nation shops for jewelry. Get store locations, hours, and learn more. ShopIDC.com. Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state licensed at myfloridalicense.com. Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You know, there was a point in this football season where I was telling Karen, man, I feel like no result is going my way. Nothing is happening. And then all of a sudden you had a night like Saturday night and then a night like last night, Braves, Miami. Those are good nights. Those are nights that will stay in my memory banks for a long time. Let me ask you this question, though. And again, we're we're. I always feel like you've got to let something set with you for a while. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to act, react. Bigger, bigger moment. The play last night with the Braves or Sid Bream. Sid Bream, because it was my childhood, and it also got them to the World Series. Yeah. And it was, and they were, they had been so miserable for it was forever. Barry, and it was Barry Bonds who made the it was bad. Still throw. a pretty good throw. 
That was way up the line. No, it wasn't. It was, too. Pull it up. Lavalier had to go out for it and then Barely. bring it back. Hey, let me you tell you it what. It wasn't way up if the line. it had been right on the, the line. The catcher's feet probably didn't even move. Sid Bream, who was chugging around the bases, and right. pull it up. If the catcher's feet don't an move and you call that a bad throw, I'm going to kick you in the nuts on Facebook Live and everyone can watch. All right. That's the bet. Let's, I'm going to look it up. Let's get uh, Eric to uh, finish up the hour. Hey, Eric, what's up, man? Hey, man, I was driving back from Sarasota to Lake City this weekend and had the Gator game on the radio in the car. And they, the technical people there have the crowd noise microphone cranked up so loud that I could not hear Sean Kelly talk at all. And I had a very difficult time understanding what was going on in the game. Okay. I mean, normally it's... You know, pretty pretty spot on and good. And you know, if if that were to ever happen, someone would would say something to, uh, you know, the engineer and the broadcast. I didn't didn't hear anything like that. But you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe the radio or what. Um, but I will I will make sure that is looked into. Yeah, if you might you might just pass the word along. It was very disconcerting. First time I've listened on the radio this year. Okay. Yeah, we'll give it we'll give it a look or and listen. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, man. Appreciate it. So, how how far away from home plate does Lavalier have to be before you'll accept that it was not a good throw? Like a step? Okay, look. Here's the play. Okay. Right? It's he had to go up and get to get the ball. Like a step off. Look, I'll be show it to you again. Here he comes, and look where the ball is. Look. Come on, Jeff. He's still in the batter's box. No, he's not. He's out of the batter's box. Where the ball box. was caught was in the batter's box. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. I have better eyes than you, Duels. I'm looking right at it. All right, watch. Uh-huh. Look at where he is. He's in the batter's box when he caught it. No, look how far away he is, though. Right. You can't it's say that's a good It's not a perfect good... throw. It's not a great throw. It was a... It's hard to make a great throw and it was... from the outfield. And look, if you couldn't get Sid Bream... Then, yeah. then you probably didn't have a lot on that throw either. Because <laughs> if he's chugging around third and you can't, uh, you should, you should be able to take your time, throw it right where you want to throw it. And it's just, it, it is baseball for you though, because you know I think if you're a Braves fan and you're watching that game last night, and you're getting no hit through five innings, it's oh, four nothing. Oh. You're just throwing a ball into center field to give up a, a fourth run, and just wow, Florida's not gonna. Or, I mean. Braves aren't going to be able to do anything, and and then so and all of a sudden you're going to have to go up to Philly, yeah. And just all of a sudden you get one run and then one bad pitch. Two. They more were lucky runs. to get the one run because that was on a uh, a mistake, right? I'm yeah. trying to remember what it was. It was a was. throw in and it hit off a turner's yeah, glove. That's right. Yeah. But I think you also you have to give credit to to Snitker because they went over and interviewed him about the fourth inning. Braves were still getting no hit and. He basically said, you know, hey, we, we're going to have to keep chugging along, but my hope is that we just get a couple guys on base and run into a baseball yeah, because that's what they've done all year. So you rely exactly. on that so much, and obviously it's helped them with over 800 homers this year. It is crazy if you watch everybody that comes to the plate or if you just see the lineup at the beginning when they compare them side to side and you look uh, at the home run numbers and it's RBI numbers. wild. And – Matt Olson is not even being considered for the MVP, no. yet he's got 54 homers 
and 130 Which, something RBI. I think it's a franchise record. It, it is. Yeah. Yet nobody's he's not even no, going to sniff the MVP. No, it makes no sense. sense. Well, the guy on the team, his teammates, so, you know, should win it. But but you lead the league in homers and runs batted in, and it's not like you're hitting I, 185 like Schwarber is. Either one of them, I'll, either one of them wins it. I'll be happy. I mean, it's, it's just the, very weird. I, and again. You don't vote on MVP. You and vote vote on it before the playoffs. But golly, the Dodgers have two MVP candidates on their team, and it's not going well for them so far. I was stunned. I didn't stay up for that game, but I needed yeah. a, my beauty. Freddie sleep. Freeman wasn't good last night. He he hit into a double play with the bases loaded. Had had some other things happen to him. So that was, you know, it's, it's probably got to be weird for him too, seeing the success of what the Braves are doing and what Matt Olson's doing. Cause you know, I think a lot of people yeah. when he was traded out there were freaking out that the franchise is no longer I, there. And then Olson's that's been better. I was, yeah, I was, when, when Freddie left, I was like, man, they, did they, because all I wanted to do was just blame people for, for him being gone. And Matt Olson comes out. I, again, I didn't know much about him. I don't follow baseball that close, but we led the league in doubles last year. Yeah. He's been good. And then now he's turned the doubles into homers. He's been great. Got a little steroid in there to <laughs> help him out. Get it over the wall. Ah, uh, I love I love me some Matt Olson. All right, that is the uh, end of the first hour. Some more college football talk, and certainly if you want to tell us if you're a Braves fan, what you were thinking and feeling last night when that happened, pretty cool moment to uh, tie the series up at one apiece. You're listening to The Tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. I'm living the life that I lived before I started having knee pain 10 years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was QC Kinetics treats osteoarthritis with regenerative therapies taking your body's own healing properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. 
Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melvin Law. We won't back down. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star Star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back here. Second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. After I did the Melvin Law podcast yesterday. Melvin and Friends. Nice. And that was a lot of fun to talk to him. Uh, we've got a lot of things we can talk about today. College football among them. And I was just looking at the uh, most watched games so far this year. And I think Jeff was a little surprised to see this stack because I, to be honest with you, I'm stunned. Five of the most ten most watched games, Colorado games, which is n- including insane. number one, Colorado Oregon, which was the worst game you could ever watch. Yeah, but remember that was when they were undefeated. Oh, it was such a big deal. It was going to be oh, this going to be. And then Dan Lanning says, "We're playing for wins, not for clicks." <laughs> he was right, but I mean. That is, it's just an amazing story that I I find it hard to explain at times why people have fallen so in love with Colorado and the whole situation out there. Um, But I think it's because Dion doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. and He's going to do it his way. It's almost like he's an Ali or a McEnroe or somebody like that. Both guys who I really love. They were were my favorites. I think he's just going to do it his way. He's going to tell people, you might as well get in the portal now because you're not playing here. And everybody, oh, how dare you say something like that. And then, But a lot of people are like, yeah, that's, that's, you tell them, Dion. 
and people got into it. So it's like I said, I think Dion's a new Tebow. You either love him or you hate him. Why people hate a Tebow, I never will be able to explain. But there were there was definitely a, he was polarizing. Do so you think people hate Dion? Oh, there are people that despise him. Yeah, because so they it's don't. then the Howard Stern theory. They just want to watch to see what he'll do next. A little bit. I think the Oregon game. They a lot of people were like, eh, I think Oregon's going to beat him. So let me let me watch him suffer. Um, but yeah, so Colorado, Colorado State. I think was number five on that list. Think about that. Who would have ever said that could happen? Yeah. Um, and the game you you the game you guessed was Ohio State Notre Dame, which was last week, which was number two. So, um, and here's the thing we haven't even talked about college football related, which is we're sitting here. And right now, if you had to put a gun to my head, or I hopefully you don't do that. Um, Water gun, mess up your yeah. hair. If you, if I had to bet, I would bet Alabama, Georgia for the SEC championship. And I thought Alabama was quit playing football. Well, and and to tell you how crazy it is with Jalen Milrow, his stats right now are better than what we saw of Bryce Young through this point of the year, last year. Well, I know they're better than the current Bryce Young because you know where he ranks among the 30, too good. 32 quarterbacks in the NFL? 32nd. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, their team is – they got a long way to go. A um, short time to get there. Yep. So watch all bandit run. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, it's just um, – amazing that here's Nick Saban's got to see him. And I'm watching that game. I mean, they didn't play great. Milrow was good. Mil Milrow was never the problem. And, and well, he wasn't the law. Well, but I mean, he wasn't the problem in terms of there was another answer. And I, I think Saban just wanted to make sure against South Florida. And he thought South Florida would roll over and play dead. But of course they didn't. And he ended up with a competitive game. It came down to the end. But now Milrose back in there, and he's he seems to be doing better and getting more confidence. And again, it's kind of like the whole Anthony Richardson thing, Jeff. Richardson had to learn on the job and um, in, in a tough pressure situation. And sometimes it takes you a while to get to to understand what you're supposed to be doing and do all the right things. And I, I don't think he ever got to that point. Milrow may be getting to that point at this point. Point, point, counterpoint. Point, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> You're good at that. Point, Just Florida. Say it a lot. Now, when you, at home matches, can you get like a little bit fired up about Point, Florida? Or, like when you get to an NCAA match. You yeah, then it's all the same. Point, Florida. Yep. I am a robot. <laughs> I can talk like a robot. Yes, it is a little harder to do that in the postseason. Which they should still host, but it, it it's crazy to think of where they were, and you know, obviously you got a setter now that's trying to figure some stuff out and and be better. But there's just there's such a drastic difference from yeah, and you feel bad because this this could have been the year with what they had. It that felt that like Mary could have had yeah. it done. It did, it, and I mean, uh, and you know, you don't say you know never, but I don't think there's any chance now. No, knowing what. You know, you've watched. They just the got difference. swept by Auburn at home, so you know that's that tells you. I mean, again, Auburn's ranked; they're twenty fifth. 
They're not RV. <laughs> Jeff, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. We got I've a kick seen. out of that. The, the, the headline on Gator, uh, FloridaGators.com was... It, it was for soccer. Yeah, soccer. Georgia, Florida. No, Florida ties RV Georgia because they got they were receiving votes in the poll. And, I, I'm, you know, I'm sure it's a young person who just saw RV and just put it up there. But it made us laugh anyway. But the first, the first time I looked at it, I went, "What the heck well, is RV?" And I'm trying to think because Georgia, if you actually, when you go to their baseball facility, and you watch a game there at Foley Field, everything is named. Yeah. So it is the Pat Dooley uh, scorebook. It is the as well it should be. It is the the Jeff Cardozo microphone. It is the they they literally have a name. Is it the Steve Spurrier fifty two points? Maybe. <laughs> But it's just crazy. So that's what I thought. Do they name like the soccer team? Like is somebody's initials well, what, RV yeah. and they're naming the soccer team? At first, when I saw it, I went, I went, well, you know, like you go back when you're looking at old games, like um, I'm talking about way old, and it's like Florida would have played the uh, amphibious, you know, team from uh, – Cecil Field or something. And you would see all these weird names. Like AC, I would see that all the time. Athletic Club. Yeah. Athletic Club of Rollins. They count those as games. But that's what I thought. I go, well, RV must stand for something. No, it does stand for something. Yeah, receiving votes. Receiving votes. All right, let's get uh, Bernard to join us next. Hey, Bernard, what's up? Hey, yeah, man, it's good. It's a good thing Alabama is winning because when they don't fall, Paul Feinbaum act like the world is coming to an end, <laughs> like the Roman Empire, man. I don't understand these guys, how they do this thing and have credibility. I guess credibility doesn't matter. But the reason I call Florida and South Carolina, when you look at everything, this is probably Florida's best chance to get a role victory. And I, I think we need to go up there Saturday. I know he's changing the travel routine, mm -hmm. and that's all well and good, but we need to strike first. We need to come out and be aggressive. We don't need to wait till we get behind 17-3 at halftime. We don't need to go up there and look for them to punch us in the mouth. We need to throw the first punches, and we need to come out aggressive offensively and defensively, and we need to try to get the momentum and, and maybe take the crowd out of it early. I, I, I agree. I, I think crowd, especially at that place, if you fall behind 17-3, Bernard, you're, you're not coming back from that, at least from the sample size that we've seen from Florida over the last couple of years. But, I mean, that's Florida's plan. Florida's goal is to do that. Yeah, it's not like they're trying and, to come out sure. slow. They just, for some reason, do. So, um yeah, I wouldn't be adverse to um, throwing something deep on the first play. Just see if you can if you can uh, shake them up a little bit and and quiet the yeah. crowd. Hey. But I mean, I I, I mean, there. it's not like Florida's going out there saying we're not going to try the early in the game. We're going to fall behind, then we're going to try to come back. Yeah, you know, uh, I was at the game sad, and you know, Pierce is probably our best wide receiver. I'm looking and. He's out there covered one-on-one, -on -one and we got Trey Wilson. We got this speed one. I mean, just uh, <clears throat> let's try one time a fly route. Or just let's see what we can do in one-on-one -on -one coverage. And, uh, hey, we, we don't do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just, just see it's 
one-on-one, see if we can win a one-on-one battle, and we don't, you know. But we, we need to we need to get it done and take care of business that, that, that's sad there. And, uh, because I, I think this is, this is a very winnable game for Florida going in. Well, it is. They haven't lost at home, though. They're a lot like Florida. They don't play well on the road. Oh, they played well for a half against Georgia. Uh, but and they're zero and three on the road and two and zero at home. So I mean, South Carolina. South Carolina. So that's what and Florida's sitting here at zero and two at home or on the road and and four and zero at home. Um, so what does, so let me ask you a question. Does that speak to the youth of the team, or that speaks to the lack of mental toughness? What What do you think? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it, it's a, a young guys are not going to be mentally tough as tough as older guys. You know, I, I brought that up several times during the Kentucky week, Jeff, that they had 17 seniors or super seniors on that team, yep. and the two deep, and Florida had one. And I think it showed up in the game. So, uh, you know, I'll be watching. I just, we, I think we need to, to get this one because uh, all these games coming up are winnable, but I don't know. I, we go to LSU – do we can we score thirty five points and keep up with? I, I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, as, as bad yeah, as their defense is, I think you can. But I don't know uh, that conservative game. This is what I think. I think Florida's going to get the ball and probably. And I don't. I'm I'm at an office job. I've just seen enough Tennessee. I think the first play. You know, we call open things up. I I would be surprised if the first play we run is going to be a pass and play. And it's going to be that tight end drag play that's always open, and to maybe to Napier that's opening things up. You know what I'm saying? But w- whatever we we need to we, when we get on the plane out of Columbia, South Carolina, we need to have some. We need to have a check mark in the W column on Saturday evening. Uh, you guys have a great day, okay? All right, Bernard. Yeah, Later. thank you. Yeah, the Gators have not gotten a first down on their f- first drive on the road. Remember the Utah penalty? Well, they the, did the have penalty. one, but then it was called back. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. So they, they had to punt. It was three and out on both yeah. first drives, and then you're punting it away. You're giving the other team good field position all of a sudden, and then you're behind the eight ball. So if Florida well, does get the ball first, then they have to at least you know get a couple first downs, get to midfield, and then force South Carolina to go to the length of the field. It's been too easy. Well, and that's the thing, though, Jeff, is if uh, if you're Shane Beamer, who's had two weeks to get ready for this game, and he's studied what Florida does, and if Florida comes out and does the same thing they always do, they'll probably not get a first down. And but you've got to kind of get creative early and then fall back to what you do best late. That's my theory. Um, I, it, I mean, I'm sure that Billy Napier is not listening to this and going to change anything up, but I think you've got to be creative early in games uh, like, and this is going to drive you crazy when I tell you this, I would run a hook and ladder early in the game, like first quarter. You know it's coming late in the game, right? Like it, 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 when you're the other team's down seven points and they've got four seconds to play, you know they're going to run it then. I'd run it early. I, I think it would work. Mess with them? Yeah. yeah. Why not? That's I'd first play for Billy Napier, hook and ladder. There you go. See what Larry's got. Hey, Larry. Hey, guys. I haven't been to any of the games this year. So, so there are some things, you know, watching on TV that I don't 
I, I just can't tell because I'm, I'm, you know, they follow the ball all the time. So I just had a couple questions for you. Uh, one is, are our receivers getting open and Merch just isn't seeing them? Or are they not getting open? Or is the, the scheme just not to throw it down the field? And then my second question is, do, does it appear that they line up and Merch gets to call a plays or things out of place? Because there were a couple times where this past week where the you know, the the Vanderbilt guy was coming off the corner, and there was just simply no one there to block the quarterback. I mean, to block the guy. And that was clearly on Mertz. I mean, it was so obvious. You know what I mean? That we were all calling it, you know, or watching it on TV. So, again, I just wondered, are the receivers getting open, or is it the scheme or what? Or, and, two, does, does, is Mertz changing any plays at the line? All right. Answer the second question first. He does change plays at the line. Um, he has the ability to. He sometimes he has missed on. on you're right about that. When they're blitzing off the corner, he's got to be able to get that picked up, and he's got to call that, that out. But he does have the ability to change it. And the second part of it is guys get open sometimes. Sometimes they don't. But because they only have limited time to get rid of the ball, because the offensive line has not kind of been up to it. Yeah, you've got some good route runners, um, but I think that's why you see, Larry, a lot of these shorter passes and things because you just don't feel that they think that the offensive line is going to give Mertz enough time to be able to do some of that stuff. And I mean, when he has the time, yeah, he's very accurate, and I would say more often than not, there are receivers open down the field. You just have to be able to allow them to get to that point and then obviously have the time to get it to them. Yeah, you know, I see him definitely, like I said, I'm watching it on TV, but I can tell he's going down his progressions, you know. You can see it. And, yeah, that was one thing. I guess Trask was about as good as they come at making the decision and getting rid of it quickly, right, before he, That's right. Before he got screamed. Uh, he had, he he had really a little good. better offensive line, too, that, that, that year. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Larry. Appreciate you and appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you want to chime in, you can. 392-8255. That's the Titan MRI hotline. We'll take a break. Come back with more right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Haley Hurst. The Houston Astros are currently playing the Minnesota Twins in the American League Division Series. Tonight, the Baltimore Orioles are heading on the road for Game 3 with the Texas Rangers. The Orioles need to finish with a victory to survive their playoff run. Coverage starts right here at 7.30. More in sports, Gators women's golf earned first at the Tar Heel Invitational today, and Gators men's golf finished tied fourth at the Williams Cup. The Tampa Bay Lightning kick off their NHL season against the Nashville Predators tonight at 5.30. The Lightning are looking to secure their first home win of the season. Local high school volleyball is back in action tonight. Eastside takes on Bell, and Santa Fe faces Forest. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Last night, she said, Pat, you're the greatest I've ever had in bed. Good song. 
You got to turn on your microphone if you want to talk. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm used to Jose doing that for me. All right. Big news coming out of the schedule world today. Did you see did it? Did it, did it, did it, did it, I did see it. You did? So I can't. Permanent opponents? Permanent opponents. Permanent? Permanent opponents. I did permanent. Or permanent. I'm good with that. Well, Are I, you good with that? Before we tell everybody what we're talking about? Here's the thing. I was thinking about how last year they didn't have to play two of the better teams in the conference. Yeah. And that helps you as far as the conference goes. But um, I don't think it get you know, I don't know. I, I just I, – I, th- so when Florida ended up playing LSU, finally, we even though we'd watched LSU, you really didn't know how it was going to match up. I would have liked to have known. But, but it was pretty even. Yeah, well, it was either two blowouts and a one twenty-four game. to two or twenty-four to two, and then a close game. A, a guy made a good catch. Not the Gators are getting a national championship ring instead of an SEC how, championship ring. How much was that um, that catch last night like that catch in Omaha? But. Sort of similar. I yeah, mean, up against the wall, banged the up in the Langford's wall. Langford's wasn't up against the wall. No, the uh, Robertson one. Oh, that, I'm, t- I'm talking about the ball Langford hit to left field. If it gets over left fielder's head, oh, then yeah. it's game over. But I'm talking about the, the, the catch that Robertson made yeah, in pretty center. Similar. Pretty similar. Yeah, very similar. That's, that's the Almost first the thing same, that same spot. jumped into my mind was that play. Yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and tell them. All right, the so for those that, uh, that don't know, the, the SEC has come out. They're actually – Coming out with a permanent opponent. Did you know they were going to do that? I did. Okay. Yeah, they said that I didn't they were know that they were going to do that. They said that last year that they were going to do it. When when Texas and Oklahoma joined in the 24-25 calendar year. So I guess this wouldn't even be till 2025's baseball season. Yeah, when this will much, take, take yeah. into effect. But you're going to play the 10 SEC games or teams like you would normally. But only two are going to be... Consistent. The rest of the uh, the league will rotate eight different opponents throughout the year. So every year, the Gators will always play Georgia and South Carolina. Those are the uh, the two, I guess geographically closest. Even though actually I would, Auburn I would, is closer. Yeah, I would bet you that everybody got one tough one and one easy one. But again, we're you're going mm, based. I wouldn't say that. Well, Mississippi State got Ole Miss and LSU. That's not good. <laughs> Missouri got. Oklahoma and Arkansas. Yeah, well, I'm you're yeah. Well, that's part of the problem is everybody's good in this league. So, but yeah, I mean, that, that's probably the hardest. Mississippi State's got to play. You, I mean, Ole I don't miss LSU. Do you think of Florida Georgia as even being rivals in baseball? No. Or, or I mean, I guess a little bit in basketball only because Mike White's there now. But other than that, it's it's kind of a football only rivalry as far as I. But I know that the coaches like I remember one time walking over to. Uh, Roland Thornquist uh, to pick something up for our golf tournament, and I was wearing like a red shirt, and he goes, "We don't allow that in this building." I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "It's Georgia's colors." I go, "Oh yeah, but okay." I didn't know it was that big a deal in in, in tennis, but it is. But yeah, I would have liked to have seen Auburn in there just because I I don't understand why the SEC doesn't want Florida and Auburn to get together. Yeah, but Auburn, Auburn's close. got Alabama, Georgia, so that's actually closer for them. Well, they're close so to that everything. Makes sense. They get no, Alabama, right Georgia, now. Mississippi, Mississippi sure. State. They're all closer, but for for Florida to get, uh, but again, you 
South Carolina's a five-hour drive. If you go f- as fast as you, maybe four and a half. I mean, the, the one thing it's going to take away that I, I will miss, to be honest with you, is going to Knoxville. Yeah. All the time. I mean, but it's a great place to go. You still got ten. Or so now you've got eight chances to play a, uh, 13 teams. Is that math doing? Am I doing the math right? right? Eight chances to So five teams you won't play during the year. Yeah. And I would say I don't want it to be Missouri, but then that's three wins normally. So you, yeah. you want to play Missouri. Nobody wants to go there. They just no. want to play them. But it will be fun to get to see Texas. And, and, and Texas permanent opponents are A&M and Oklahoma. Which I figured it'd be Oklahoma, sense. yeah, and A and M right there. So no, that'll it'll be fun. But yeah, I think you know I miss, and then also that that Vanderbilt rivalry. It was yeah. so good for so long, and right. now I don't get to go to Nashville every two years either. So that's kind that's of a, a bummer. That's just a shame. So you'll go eight, um, eight game eight series against thirteen teams. So then. You but pick then up the only, other five. But then only four of them are going to be on the road because you would assume yeah, that. that's true. But you will, you could play back to back years against. You'll have to play back to back years against um, at least three teams. Even though, not only the two permanent, but three other teams. Yes, because of the rotation. So you'll be able to go on the road. But we'll see. So anyway, so it's yeah. it's going to change. And then also, like we're seeing in football, there will be no East West divisions anymore. In college baseball. I don't like it. I don't like it for football. I don't like it for baseball. I think it keeps people more into what's going on. Um, and nobody wants to finish 16th. I mean, you could have a decent team and finish 9th or 10th in the SEC. I mean, like a good team, an a NCAA team. And I don't know. I, to me, that's – I don't like that. I don't, I, I've thought about it long and hard. I really don't like it for football. I, I think – it's all being driven by the networks because they want the two best teams to play because the two best teams are going to have better ratings. And that's they don't want it to be Florida and Arkansas like it was in 95 and like it was in 06. They want it to be Florida and Alabama. That's going to get more eyeballs on it. Agreed. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of what's, what's going on there. But as you know, Jeff, I had no input into into the decisions that were made, nor are my opinions noted. They're not duly noted. But they are not. We uh, we also got a call earlier. Somebody that wanted to remain anonymous. We're scared Uh-oh. to scared to talk. Just asking about any uh, Gator since we're talking Gator baseball. Any Gator baseball players left in the playoffs? There were actually only two that uh, were a part of the playoffs this year. The Gators have a whole bunch in Major League Baseball, but. Not many that made the playoffs. You know one of them because I told you. Do you know who the other one was? Well, so I assume he's on an eliminated team. Yeah, because I said was. Yeah. So Dang, I gave it away. That would, uh, but I don't know who it was. Dane Dunning is the one that's still alive, pitching for the Rangers. Rangers Dane had yeah. a great year too. He, he did, was yeah. he was twelve and seven. He uh, he started twenty six games and his earned run average was a three point seven, so he was really good. The other, maybe my least favorite Gator, AJ Puck. AJ Puck. <laughs> I didn't even. You didn't have to give him give me the name once That's you right. said that. And and the reason I say that for people, why you why don't you like AJ Puck? Because the Gators really should have won three national titles when he was there, but he was. 
not manly in my mind. What about when he went up in the uh, bulldozer? In the crane? In the crane. Yeah, that wasn't good either. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if A.J. him, pitched like uh, Kirby Sneed, actually. Kirby Sneed. Who's yeah. in the big leagues as well. He is, yeah. He's doing, doing good. Well, and that's what they were talking about, their dreams of playing in the big leagues. Maybe so. Let's see what uh, Porter's got for us. What up, Porter? Hey, hey, that's actually a comment I was wondering about. Uh, uh, was 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 Guthrie still with? Was it the Phillies? I was wondering if. Uh, was yeah, to think he's just who, he's not up with the the big league club. Okay, how did that? I know we heard about a lot about uh, Langford uh, towards the end and possible. How did he, how did he finish when he with the Triple A in his last few weeks? Do you have that? Really good. Uh, he was actually the the Southern League uh, like player of the month, um, and then even for Triple A, he was. I think you hit about 400. He, I mean, he tore it up. He was really good. Absolutely. Um, a couple of comments of the uh, uh, things I heard yesterday. I'm, I'm not sure I agree. I don't remember who it was. Somebody called in and said, you know, uh, if, if we played Kentucky 10 times, we'd probably win six. I, I don't know which game he saw, but um, based purely on yeah, the one game he yeah. saw, now obviously I think if we played 10 times, Kentucky may win 16. I mean, I, I don't know. Was a, that was a bad example. Well, if they played but, 10 um, times on a neutral site, I think Florida would, would be fair yeah, much better. Be fair, but yeah. they, if they played 10 times in Lexington, I don't know that it, at noon, I don't think it would have gone any better any other time. Yeah, there, oh, the one thing I did uh, agree with was the kind of sentiment. There's, there's, there's a different kind of having the other team run the ball on you. There's the, the the one kind though where it's first and ten, second and five, third and one, first down, first and ten, second and five, first down, where they just every time they're getting five or six yards and you cannot stop them. That is just demoralizing. Now it's just they all count the same when they have four busted plays of thirty five or forty yards. They count the same. You know, kind of in that regard, it reminded me of the Tennessee game in two thousand one with Travis Stevens running the ball on it. You kept thinking well, that, that it was a fluke and you know, we're not going to be there. But I didn't get that feeling with with, with uh, the Kentucky game. It, I got the idea that for some reason we kept having one one too few players. You know, it was like it was like we were missing the middle linebacker. But um, yeah, so it, it, however they're doing it, I didn't get the impression that you know it was a, it was a flukeish. I got the impression, that, man, why why are we why can't we stop stop the run? So well, yeah, uh, and don't. you know the bottom line is. South Carolina this week is not a very good running team. They've they've struggled to run the ball, and their offensive line's struggled, and they've had some injuries. So, uh, yeah, they've uh, they've not been able to run, and that's you know. But if they come out and run the ball, then I don't know what to think. Exactly. Well, the the one thing uh, with our defense defense coordinator, the new guy, he seems to be willing to you know bring people up and and play man behind, and I, you know I like that. That's a risk reward kind of thing. And if you if you think back, the two big two big plays stick out in my mind that uh uh early early touchdowns. One was the clear and it was a big pass, a rub route, whatever, touchdown. And the other one that last week, uh the the, the Vandy player, he he grabbed the face mask and pulled down, you know, very slightly. I'm giving credit. I, I think it was coached they know they know in that situation, look, I can get away, it's a touchdown. If I don't, well it's a penalty. So what? You know? And uh, I'll give them credit for that, but um, cause they, they, the announcers on the on the TV were terrible. They they never mentioned it. They talked about like our guy just giving up, and he's sitting here messing with his helmet. Well, he did give the up. The reason he yeah. was messing the reason he was messing with his helmet was it wasn't on no, straight. It was it was. I, I understand <laughs> that, but it's, you still got to try to run after the guy. Sure, you, you can't just. Quit I, I, on. I understand, but they never mentioned the face mask. It was clear. And again, I'm I'm not I'm almost saying, well, damn, I wish I wish we had that play because when you're in that situation, you've got a one on one at the side. Look, if I can get away with this. It's 
it's a touchdown, then it's a risk reward in that regard. So anyway, I just want to pass that on. Go Gators, be safe. Thanks. All right, thank you, Porter. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Neal did not have his best night, and I love Dave Neal. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, but he also referred to he called Boringham Zipperer at one point. I was like, I think he's out for the year. But so, but yeah, they didn't really talk about that. And I kept going, what happened here? And I kept looking for it. Yeah, I mean, I I saw it when it happened. Then you can see him immediately come over to the sideline and stick out his arms and tell that to the coaches. Yeah, that that had happened. And I would. What yeah. had happened was that it is all right. What needs to happen is a break. We'll come back and get more of your phone calls. You're listening. To the tailgate. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
sky staying sunny into the evening, then overnight increasing cloudiness and increasing humidity. Low temperatures in the morning, much milder than the past few days, will drop into the lower to mid-60s. Cloud cover and on and off showers for our Wednesday, especially later on in the afternoon. High temperatures in the upper 70s and lower 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Eagle here from Thursday Night Football on Westwood One. Week six of the NFL season kicks off with primetime AFC West action from Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. The Chiefs have won four straight and hope to make it five against a struggling Denver Broncos team with Russell Wilson under center. Join me and Devin McCourty for the call on Thursday Night Football. Coverage starts Thursday night at 8, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here. We got full phone lines. Uh, apparently, the five thirty hour is when people like to call the most. So, where are we going? You tell me. Jack joins us next. Hey, Jack, what's up? All right, guys, I'm gonna give you a pad dualism. Do you realize half of the football season is over with now? <laughs> I do. Yep. Shocking, huh? We're so busy complaining about Billy. By the way, everybody, Billy's but not. But you're right about that, that. That that part of it, it's really like it we always go. Yeah, it just flies by, man. It's like your life. Yeah. Enjoy your youth, Jeff. Next, <laughs> next thing you know, it's uh, it's Thursday, you know, and and next thing you know, just packing to go to Columbia. Yeah. Go, um, hey, real real quick before you, you get into your your football stuff, was was that town electric today? Up yes, there after what happened last night? Yeah, pretty special. Well, you know, I, I think back to what, again, I, I, I want to cover two subjects here, the NIL thing. Don't let me forget, Jeff. I'm okay. getting old. I got you. But, uh, you know, when, again, I've been up here. I'm, I'm a Florida guy. I will be buried back in front of Nina Beach. I'm not being buried up here in Georgia, so I can promise you that. <laughs> but winning in 95 pretty much said the Atlanta community is not a bunch of losers, which I think we'd won the Turner Cup or something in the uh, second or third league uh, hockey league. But winning that second national champ- uh, the World Championship a couple of years ago solidified the Braves as just a great franchise. Mm-hmm. Not what they did in Milwaukee and not what they did in Boston. But yeah, it was it was this is this is big, man. It's really big. Yeah, looked like it was a lot of fun for uh, for those that got what's, to be what's there. What's funny so. is, you know what? That that's what kind of like up here, like the Alabama fans, the Georgia fans, and all of us other people. We all have the Braves in common, which is really good. And by the way, I am not a Falcons fan. I don't. I, they are just a bunch of losers. They've always been losers. We're not root for them. But getting back to NIL, the problem with NIL right now is, from our insiders that I know, the problem is you've got to pay these kids to visit. They want free airline tickets. They want a bag, and they want everything taken care of, limousine, a, a big, a big SUV, picking them up. And that's what Georgia and Alabama and Clemson and LSU and Ohio State have been doing for years. That's what and Florida's Florida doing now, too. Well, yeah, well, we, well, Pat, we're playing catch-up, right? Yeah, but Florida, Florida will pick up the kid 
to take him to the airport where he's got to come from. Exactly. But I'm just saying, we're playing catch-up. Well, Kirby and Nick have been doing this for 15, 20, since Kirby's been there and since Nick's been there. I, I know a guy from that's a UGA grad that's given $600,000 cash for just to do that so they can pay these kids, which Florida wasn't doing earlier, right? Because we didn't know we didn't know what we're doing, and there was there's confusion on our NIL program. Now they've got the Florida Victorious. I've been told we're in a great position because you know it, it's two seasons, it's three seasons: the season, the recruiting season, then you've got NIL season, and uh, you know that's that's where again I've heard we're doing much better that way, and uh, I, I I really believe that we're gonna we're we're in in, in, in to have a really good recruiting class. Again, unless somebody stupid comes along and plays money. And I just want to tell you something, guys. How glorious was that Miami game? Good God. I've never laughed so hard. I mean, good God. I mean, it was awesome. I kind of feel, so, I kind of like Georgia Tech because they hate all of our other teams. And, you know, I want to tell everybody out there, by the way, listen to when Spur, Steve's on with, uh, with, uh, Steve Russell. He is just the, the, what, you know, just the way he talks. He just tells the truth. He's the most, I mean, he oh. should be. Yeah. I mean, with with Shaq and Charles Barkley, he could just he just tells the truth. But you know, I am on my podcast every Monday. It's the same thing. I oh get, my god, I get fifteen I good listen. solid minutes, man. And he is just oh my gosh, he just tells it like it is. But you know, Billy is not Urban. Billy is not Steve. But you know what? If you look around at all the young talent we have, these kids like Boardinghams did that last week. These kids, you can see that Billy's building a foundation of talent. And trust and teammanship, just a brotherhood, and just give him some time. I mean, that we've got. I mean, I think what he's done this year, and I, I do believe I'm going to. Stay, I, God, Pat, don't forgive me. I think we have an opportunity to win. Does that? Does that? Is that okay to say? They they have an opportunity to win a game Saturday in Columbia, South yes. Carolina. Yes. Yes, that's all I'm gonna say, guys. Know you got your your lines are flooded. Go Gators. All right, Jack. Yep. Appreciate you. Let's uh, get Jake next. Hey, Jake. Hey, guys. Um, well, unless I'm reading the tea leaves wrong, I think the key to winning this game is containing Rattler. Uh, he went off on us big time, but he was with Oklahoma. And we held him uh, last year pretty good, though, didn't we? Or did he? Well, he didn't score any points. Play no. that much. No, he, he played yeah. the whole game, and – he had to tackle. Oh, he, okay. he had to tackle Des Watson, which was the the, the key. But uh, yeah, they yeah. scored zero offensive points in that game. They got a they had a fake punt for a touchdown. That was it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but I'll tell you what really concerns me here. And you never, I guess, I'm not to be concerned about something when it's so far away. But I'm really nervous that uh, same thing is going to happen here that happened with Ray Davis when he left. Vanderbilt and went to Kentucky. I got a real weird feeling ETN's gone at the end of the year here. I think somebody's going to come on. Well, they tried to like get they tried Georgia. to get him they tried to get him to leave last year. A, a bunch of schools came after him hard with NIL money, and he he stayed. So we'll see. Well, maybe he'll say, but I'm I'm nervous that he's going to end up at going to somebody like Georgia or Alabama. that has got a really good blocking line. And they give him some nil money. Exactly, that's what bothers me. That may never happen, but I've just got a, a bad feeling about it. That's what happened with Ray Davis. Look what he did to us. Oh my God! I have I don't, 
There's only one other guy. Was it Stevens that ran through Florida one year with Travis Tennessee Stevens. like that? Well, the, the, Sean Alexander did it, yeah, too. Yeah, the kid two years ago. Oh, for, that's right, for, uh, Alexander, LSU. yeah. That's right. No, Al- Alexander was uh, – he was with Alabama. He was. Right? Yep. yep. What was the guy's yeah, name from I was LSU? Terry and Price. Yeah, it was, it's a Price weird Davis. name. Yeah, I, I, He's anyway, now the backup for uh, – He went for like San, 287. Yeah, 287. So, so. – Yep. I was at that game where Alexander went off on us because Zal was a quarterback. Yep. Uh, he was. The Lake Butler guy. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I wrote but about. Anyway. Yep. All right, Jake. Good stuff. You Thank did? you. See you. All, All right. right. Bye. Need our final break? We'll knock it out and seal the deal on a Tuesday edition. No. Is it Wednesday? It's Tuesday. Tuesday edition <laughs> of the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Hurst. The Houston Astros are currently playing the Minnesota Twins in the American League Division Series. In another MLB matchup, the Baltimore Orioles take on the Texas Rangers in Game 3 tonight. The Orioles need to finish with the victory to survive the playoffs. Coverage starts right here at 7.30. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning are currently playing in their first home game of the season against the Nashville Predators. The Lightning are looking to secure a win tonight. More in sports, Skaters Women's Golf earned first at the Tar Heel Invitational today in North Carolina. Gators Men's Golf finished tied fourth at the Williams Cup. In local high school volleyball, Union County takes on Bradford and P.K. Young faces Buholtz. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you You will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you won't you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. When you buy a diamond at International Diamond Center, you can bring it back a year from now, trade it up to a bigger one, and get 110% of your original purchase price toward the new diamond. You pay me $10,000 for my diamond. When you come back and you want to trade it up, you're going to get that $10,000, plus we're going to give you a bonus of $1,000. IDC owner Keith LeClaire talking about IDC's industry-leading diamond trade-up policy. So you're getting 110% on what you paid for that diamond. Who else does this? I'm going to pay you more for that diamond than you paid me 
me in the beginning. The 110% upgrade is just another thing that separates IDC from the rest. We stand behind what we sell. We know what we're selling, we believe in what we're selling, and we know the inherent value of that diamond. At IDC, your trust means everything. We want you to feel that you can buy with confidence. International Diamond Center. Highest quality, insane selection, guaranteed best value, full transparency, and the strongest consumer protection warranties in the industry. Our job is to keep you as a customer. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app. All right, just uh, one of us left. Dool's uh, bailed to get over to the Gainesville Quarterback Club as they uh, meet again tonight. Chris Doring will uh, speak over there, so that should be uh, a lot of fun. We'll speak to a couple of callers to wrap things up. Dequarius joins us next. What's up, dude? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Hey, um, I wanted to uh, say something on that Jason Marshall thing. I think a lot of them players on our team, they have that problem. Like, if they get – if they feel like they foul, they automatically looking at the ref and looking for the ref to bail them out and call the penalty. Because I see a lot of receivers, if they like the ball thrown their way, but the defender um, interfering with them, they won't even try to catch the ball. They'll automatically look at the ref. Yep. Like they need they need to tell them to finish the play. Don't put the play in the hands of the ref. Finish the play. Go all the way through the play to the end. I no, I I agree, and and Aquarius, you know, I I think if you look at you know where he was projected at the beginning of the year, and people talking about him being a first rounder, if I'm looking at to draft somebody at the next level, I, I mean, I think that play epitomizes it because that's what has to happen. Imagine doing that in the NFL and just looking for a yeah. flag or looking for for some help. Yeah, he could have really helped himself out by at least trying to chase that dude down, and then. Obviously, we would have all seen on the replay or different things happen, and they would have seen in the film session that that's exactly what happened. But to to kind of lollygag after that, I think certainly uh, did not do him any favors. Yeah, that's all I had. Okay, good stuff. Thank you. Right. Appreciate you. Let's uh, wrap things up with Copper Gator. What's up, man? Jeff, what's going on, brother? And you know why I'm calling? It was I think fun. I single. I think I single-handedly won the Atlanta Braves the game last night. Really? I mean, so it's it's the top of the sixth, and I have a guy that I played ball with is a diehard Phillies fan, and I said, I'm I'm speaking into existence. The no-no's gone, and the jinx is done now. <laughs> and we and we proceed to score one, two, two with you know with with dark clutch, dude. He is. You know, Murray's been Murphy's been great all season, but Darno is just clutch in playoffs right now. And with, when they won the World Series two years ago, on some of the home runs he hit then, you know, with with Riley's with Riley's home run last night with a one handed you know pull out to left, and then you know the play on the double up at the to finalize that game is is almost an epitome of just what playoff baseball is about, right? 
No, I, I completely agree. I mean, just you never know what moment it's going to be. You know, I think you know we we saw in, in Omaha that that catch that our guy made in center field. Now you see what the the Braves dude made in center field. And and this one I guess was a little bit easier, but it, he made up like ninety two feet in four seconds or something to be able to go run yeah. that thing down and and jump against the wall. And I mean, it, it is a mistake by Harper. I mean, you, you can't get that far off the bag and it would have still left at least another at bat but to to have Riley back up like that and just happen to be there after the ball gets away it was really cool and and we talked about this in the first hour a little bit I don't know if you saw some of the the different camera angles and different shots but the the crowd reaction and everything that happened once Olsen caught that ball and the place going nuts was really awesome to uh to be a part well, of no it seems like a like just a just a cool thing and as you talk about it Jeff the backups you know Whenever you, it could he could have very easily just caught that and then just kind of lollygagged it in, right? Sure. And, and and the thing is, is how is Harper not tagging on the play? I understand that he's go like he doesn't think that ball is getting caught, but he's got to get in scoring position first and foremost, right? Like he's even if that ball is caught against the wall, he should be able to tag and get the second, regardless of how good a throw Harris makes from center field. And that I think he was no I know that he was trying to score if it doesn't get caught sure. and, and tie the game up, but also for the for the likelihood of Riley to come up and just throw a rope across to Olsen and just double up is just that that play right there should send some fire and chills going in. Are, is it in Philly tonight, or is it now a delay again and it goes back to Philly? Yeah, tonight? no, that's, yeah. There's another delay, and that and that's what stinks about all of this. You, yeah. you kind of lose that momentum. From you play what one all of a sudden break, you've done. two yeah. break, three break. Yeah, how does that? How is that the schedule? I don't know. It's weird. And the American League played <laughs> one and two to start. Then they got a day off to travel. But the I don't know why they didn't just keep them all on the same schedule because it's it's going to be yeah. different. But yeah, I think it certainly hurts, especially live pitching and looking at momentum and and everything else. It it made a difference. But hopefully this will get them back on track. What? Well, I mean, and look at Arizona. I mean, Arizona's taking it to the Dodgers, right? They're one game away from, yeah. and they got two home games right now coming into it. So it's interesting to see how this is turning out. And I know you got to get to the end of the show, yep. and uh, we'll talk to you later. All man. right, man. Bye. Appreciate you. Yep, that'll do it. Another uh, good show. Appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in today, Cat for producing, and of course everybody that uh, pressed those seven or ten digits on their cellular device. We appreciate you being a part of things. So uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow to. Goof off once again from 4 to 6. For duels, I am uh, Jeff Cardozo. Talk to you tomorrow. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.